Downloads of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. Welcome to It's All Night on Ice, baby. We are recording live here in Bushwick, Brooklyn, New York City on this beautiful Sunday night at 10 p.m. Beautiful. It's raining, but it's nice out because we have a very special episode. This is probably the show that I've been most excited about in the run of this show. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about this all week, so Mm -hmm. amped to finally get into it. Yeah, yeah. I am Jake Demohovsky. I'm Chris Calabrese. And we have two really... Uh, mediocre guests. Um, yeah, we've had better. <laughs> we um, must have asked like twenty to thirty people before. Yeah, before we finally landed. We were like seventeen two. and nineteen on the on the list. I bet, right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I mean, you take what you can get in this town. You do, you know. Um, so we have Scott Davis Hello. in the room. What's up? You want to move close to that mic a little bit? Yeah. Hi. There you go. Sorry, and we have new to radio. Charlie Greenwald. First time, long time. Sir. There you go. Have you ever listened to the show before, Scott? No. Okay, Charlie. Yes, I've been on it before. You have, okay. Tell Pretty me cool. about that. How yeah, how, that. How did it go? I had a great time. Um, it was a few weeks ago. Um, it was you, me, uh, Chris, obviously, and mm-hmm. uh, our marketing director. Yes, the marketing director. That's oh, correct. Taylor Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Taylor Hawkins. Yes. Marketing oh, and Sherman Williams was also there. Oh, you mm-hmm. were here. Oh, that's when you were. That's here. when I was here. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure if you were here that day. You didn't hop on mic though. No, oh. I observed. Fly okay. on the wall. <laughs> Um, tonight, big night, big night. We have assembled Scott and Charlie so we can put together the (laughs) first ever Arctic Monkeys panel. Arctic Monkeys came out the new album on Friday entitled Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, May 11th, 10 tracks. Is it 10 tracks? I think it's 11. 11 tracks. Thank you. No problem. That's why you're here. Yeah. Um, we're Fact checker di- yeah. over here, <laughs> journalist. We're gonna dive in. We're gonna go track by track on that. Maybe talk a little bit. These are two of the the biggest Arctic Monkeys fans I know. Yeah. So we'll we'll go we'll go through some history. Uh, we'll get to some of our later stuff at the end. Don't be upset. We're still gonna get a nice box in. Um, but yeah, I think we should dive in. Maybe go a little overview of of the monks. Yes. What's your history with the monkeys? Either one of you guys. I taught Alex Turner guitar. Oh wow! Uh, mm. In Sheffield. Okay. No, uh, was he talking about you when he said to not believe the hype? <laughs> yeah, pretty. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I don't know what's my history with the Arctic Monkeys. Um, my older sister was like one of the cool music listeners who knew every cool band before, like I did in 2006, and so I knew them. That's it. All right, Charlie, what you got? <laughs> uh, so just, just, just so you know, we're trying to build credibility here. Yeah, about right, why right. we should be on the panel. You know, so Scott, when I was I don't in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, don't listen to me. Sorry. Yeah, credibility with the, the band. Trick question here. Um, I I started getting into them in college, so I'm kind of new to the fandom. I'd say probably I've been listening to them for five or six years. Okay. AM came out, I think our freshman year, um, or maybe our sophomore year. What? Because it came out what 2012 or 2013. I think it came out 2013. 2013. So that was my because they came. The only reason I know is they came. They came out with the B side. 
It's 2013. Yes, that's right. All across the galaxy. Okay, so so here's what happens. It's, AM came out in 2013. I vividly remember watching a YouTube video, and uh, there was an ad for AM. Like wow. Like a 30-second YouTube ad. And it was the first and time you ever heard rock and roll. The first time I... <laughs> Chain, it was it, mm-hmm. it stirred something deep within my soul, um, and I remember like, you know, a lot of Arctic Monkeys fans will belabor this point that AM brought a lot of bandwagoners onto the band and yeah. people who had like never heard of them before because that album was really huge and really popular and critically was lauded by every music, uh, you know, magazine there is in this mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, a lot of attention kind of fell upon the band and there were a lot of people who had said, you know, you weren't here for like the first four albums and now you're here. I'm one of those people, but I look back. Yeah, Jake actually started a Facebook page against people like that. I don't have a Facebook. I must've missed that. This one you did. When I did? Oh, okay. Well, I missed it then too. (laughs) But now they just put up memes, the Facebook page. Yeah. It's one of those that has a completely unrelated title to what the page does because it was made. He when everyone was in fourth grade, recycles the fat Jewish Instagram <laughs> posts. <laughs> mm. But uh, in any event, I I like all of their records equally. Well, not equally, but I I like all of their albums. They're really interesting band. One of the few rock bands that has obtained, I think, a, like a really admirable level of success. Arcade Fire status. Yeah. Well, would you consider them a rock band? <laughs> They're the new U two. I don't kidding. know if I would call them a rock band. Uh. Yeah, Jake. Jake introduced me to the. Oh, Archie everybody Monkeys. knows this story. Yeah, I, I've told this story Sixth before. Grade. I don't know it. I'd love to hear it. It was release week. Um, no, I got to tell the story, dude. You want to tell it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I told it from my perspective. So you. Should okay. Tell. Sixth grade. I'm before school. I'm watching Fuse. Bet you look out on the dance floor. Music video comes on. Again, opened my eyes. First time I heard rock and roll. <laughs> my mom says, "Hey, I'm going to Fye today." You had to pray to God, right? Because you're like, "What is this devil music?" Yeah. Right? Yeah. I immediately <laughs> turned it off. Ran away. My mom told me she was going to FYE that day if I needed uh-huh. anything. And I said, there's this album that just came out, Arctic Monkeys. Uh, whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. Can you pick it up for me? And she said, sure. I come to school. She said, fuck you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> no, go for it, man. <laughs> Open that up. Yeah, yeah wow. She did Guns say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I sit at the lunch table with Chris. Yep. Sixth grade, 2006. I say, my mom's going to FYE today. That turns his head immediately. Uh, I said I told her to pick her up, pick up Arctic Monkeys, whatever people say, and that's what I'm not. Chris gave me so much shit. He's like, "Why wouldn't you get her to get you Stadium Arcadium? Yeah, <laughs> if she was yeah. getting one album, why wouldn't you get Stadium Arcadium? Yeah, I, and he made fun of me, but now to this day, he likes that album. He likes uh, whatever I, people say more than Stadium. I've Arcadium. probably listened to Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> I've probably listened to whatever people say, and that's what I'm not. Maybe 100 times more than I have to Stadium, Stadium Arcadium, Arcadium at this point. Do you I, like Stadium Arcadium? It's fine. I sing Snow Heyo, but I changed the lyrics to say Snowflake to own the libs. Yeah, yeah. nice, dude. Those libs, They man. really deserve it. Yeah. They're a lot of snowflakes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I get to, to nail the libs, I, <laughs> I nail them. Yeah. I get them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if Jake, uh, if I never met Jake, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know the Arch Monkeys. Also. You wouldn't have been on that early. You would have found him. Yeah, you're fine. We were on, I, that was like a week or so that the album came out. So you watched the band basically develop and grow through yes, the years. I have. I was there for every release. You were there for every release. Right, I, I was not. I didn't know I was supposed to give my background like this, but so I, okay. I liked songs here or there from having heard them. And then when Suck It and See came out, I really liked that album. And that then good. I like went back and revisited that. And uh, 
yeah, almost in a similar way to you. Like, um, one year in college, I only listened to whatever people say I am for like eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I almost just went like chronologically from mm. there, even though like there, there are some songs I knew already, but then I kind of got more into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, so suck it and see brought you into them. That's interesting. I suck it and saw. You so, saw? Yeah. No. Might as well. No, well, no, I, I liked, I liked select songs already, but, um, what were some of those like, tunes? I was like Marty bum. Mm. Me and my brother played that at a coffee shop. Oh yeah, in high school, not an actual coffee and shop. And then they kicked you out. They're like, yeah. yeah, they said the devil music. <laughs> They're like, please don't yeah. play music in this. <laughs> yeah, sum up like, for me in a sentence like what it is about the band that you like. Like what differentiates we're gonna them have to speed this from up rock? Track. Come bands. on, man. Okay, we're we'll, <laughs> just moving to we'll be Alex quick. Turner's tight pants, <laughs> tight pants. Yeah, mostly. Okay. Different un- unexpected haircuts and facial hair. The goatee is rough. Yeah, rough. Yeah, That's saw. rough. Before this new album came out, um, some random person, I, I hope it's a random person, not like a journalist, but had like tweeted a picture at the airport. He like ran into Alex Turner and he said, um, just ran into Al at the airport picking up his <laughs> girlfriend. And he took like a selfie and Alex Turner had like the look he currently has now with the goatee. And I was... <sighs> I was pretty worried that he was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because he went from kind of like a greaser look. Yeah. 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 I like calling him Al. Yeah, Al's yeah. real funny. Al, that, Al Turner. That's how you know they're tight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Al Turner sounds like a like a like quarterback or something. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say like an old like Muddy Waters like blues music. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking more a, what I was thinking. I was thinking too. a reverend. Oh. Reverend Al Turner. Yeah. yeah. Speaking today at the Presbyterian Synagogue. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Oh, Shout out the mothers moms. out there! Yeah. All, all the mothers listening. Today, the Arctic mothers. Arctic mothers. Today is a famous day in history. Uh, as Chris and I's band in high school, we played our second infamous show at the Stone Pony on Mother's Day, probably wow. seven years ago. Our first show was at midnight on a weeknight, and then our second show was on Mother's Day. Yeah, at like seven wait, you're playing how old? In eighth grade, you played at midnight. No, we were juniors. No, we were seniors. Probably juniors. I think you said eighth yeah. grade. Am I? Did I make that up? Probably, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, I may have said that. I don't. I do not know. Um, I don't know. You guys want to go through our list of albums? I think that's a good idea. Rankings, just and then we'll. Uh, so we're just sliding in, and yeah. then we'll go into some thoughts, and then we'll, like you got to take the reins with this show, okay? I'm trying, it's dude. Uh, you guys are not giving me much, so we're not including um, Tranquility Base Hotel. We are not including Tranquility Base. Did oh, you include okay. it? Yeah, yeah, but okay. that's, that's but I can't. Well, I'll fuck take you it then. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm going. So are we going five to one or one to five? Um, five, to, five one. to one. Five to one. Scott, why don't you take it away? Yeah. All right. All right. So five being the least favorite. Yes. All right. Um, that would be humbug for me. And then, do I have to give like explanations or should we just run through it? I just run through. It. You okay. can just run okay. through. Yeah. yeah okay. And then you can, if at the end, like summary of okay. why you are. I, I have a single take to add at the end of it. All right. Okay. So uh, humbug at five, four um, a.m. Three, suck it and see. Two, favorite worst nightmare. Then one, whatever people say I am. Okay. Um, but I was going to say that on favorite worst nightmare, there's a run from fluorescent adolescent to if you were there, beware, mm. which I think is like the five best songs they've ever written. Like it's like the D's strongest for dangerous. Mm. music. D's for dangerous, Teddy Picker. See, I feel that way that's, about the end right, of that Right album. before that. That's what I mean. Okay. Goes, and then they have, uh, so fluorescent and then. Um, I like that song. What's, what's the slow song? Five only ones five? you know. Yeah, only, only ones, ones you know. know which is oh, and then five like fives in there. Yep, and then uh, um, what's in there? Uh, this house is a circus. Berserk mm. as fuck. If you were 
Yeah, that's right. If you're there, beware. And then I'm totally drawing a blank. On I'm drawing a blank. That's so. one of my favorite Arctic Monkeys like songs of all time. It's like maybe their best song. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It might so be. I kind of just ruined my point. Of, oh, no, that's different. What's that one? I'm trying to think of the other like 505-esque song on that album. Chris, you got to be hot on this, man. Yeah, you guys are the host. I thought you were going to have all the songs up. We got to have the most. And I don't even know the name of the song. I said it's my got, favorite part. The Bad Thing? Old Yellow Bricks? No. no do me a favor. Do, do me a favor. favor. Yeah, do yeah. Me okay, favor. so those Jeez. five songs yeah. in order are, I think, the best. Some of their written. best work. Okay. Anyway, that's my Um. Word. All right. Hot I, take. Hot take. The Humbug at five is yeah, that's shocking. Brutal. Really? Shocking. Really? Brutal okay. for me. Well, okay, so then I'll just say that I would have Tranquility lower than that. Okay. That's, that's my least favorite. Okay. Fair. Me too, by the way. Yeah. I would so say so far that... As of now. It's got to grow. Yeah. I look, I, I like all the records. Like, it's not a bad list. You know, mm-hmm. it's different from mine, but I love all those albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I have um, Suck It and See 5. Okay. I have um, Whatever People Say That I Am 4, AM 3. That's a hot take. Okay. Favorite Worst Nightmare 2, um, and Humbug at number one. Humbug is my favorite because Josh Homme's influence is all yep. over that album. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was also their second album, which, you know, a lot of bands go through the sophomore slump. They can't quite third album. recapture the Humbug? glory. Oh, Hum- Humbug third. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Favorite, I guess, came second. Um, yeah. I just really like those songs. Um, Crying Lightning, Potion Approaching. I think they have like a real edge and vigor and excitement to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. I want to, you know, when I was making this list, I wanted to say AM because it was the album that got me into the band. Yeah. Um, but there are some songs on there that I think kind yeah. of led into Tranquility Bass. Mm-hmm. The more I was listening to Tranquility Bass, and it's a slow record. It's very loungy. And I was thinking back to, I was like, when have the monkeys been loungy before? And I thought back to AM, you know, Bluesy. number one party yeah. mm-hmm. and Mad Sounds. Yeah. That was kind okay. of them like slowing down. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then they slowed really into Tranquility Bass. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like all their albums, you know. Okay. Quite a lot. Um, my list, I have from five to one, I have AM, number five. Mm-hmm. Number four, Suck It and See. And just this list is almost impossible. To yeah, it's down to so tenths. Hard. Down to tenths yeah. of a... Uh, um, number three, Whatever People Say I Am, That's What I'm Not. Number two, Favorite Worst Nightmare. And number one is Humbug. That's pretty similar to my list. Yeah, it is. Wow. AM just four and five are switched. Yeah. Humbug. Humbug, Humbug is stands, yeah. Yeah, I've tied at number four, AM and Favorite Worst Nightmare. Okay. Then Suck oh It and See. Then Whatever People Say I Am. This and then Number One out. Humbug. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what you have, no, whatever I say is number one? No, whatever, whatever I say, say, or whatever people say is number two. Number and two. Humbug is number and one. Humbug is number one. So all three of us picked so Humbug as number defend, one. Do I have to defend, put it, do I have to like defend? I mean, no. no like, we don't have, have to go into it. Okay. Right. That's another I'm show. glad we, yeah, I'm glad we all are different. Yeah. I'm glad we are different. I will say, you know, and I'm interested to hear what you guys think about this is, you know, AM, again, I, everybody has heard from when I started this podcast, I talked about how AM got me into the band. It's a radio show. And like, you know what, buddy? <laughs> tomato, tomato, semantics. Talk to Tom, and we'll talk about semantics then. <laughs> uh, when I, when, early on this radio show, AM got me into the band. And, you know, anybody can say that about any band, that, you know, there's a special place in your heart for this record because it introduced you to the band. Um and AM did that for me. I was like, who are these guys? I loved their sound. I loved Alex's voice. Matt Helders is such an awesome drummer. And he kicks ass on that album um, from Are You Mine to Knee Socks, the 
the patterns and arrangements that he kind of puts together are really impressive. And it's also a great kind of kaleidoscopic rock album in terms of like it has some really hard rock songs. It has some kind of slower songs. Um, It has some love songs. It's very interesting. And it also achieved like kind of pop status in terms of breaking through to the charts that very few rock bands do nowadays, Mm -hmm. especially in the 2010s. So I, I, owe them a lot of success or i um i owe them a, i have a lot of respect for that album right, right. um but I, I don't know i'd be curious to hear what you guys think i liked humbug because it had that real like southern california rock sound to it from josh and then yes, he collaborated really. with them on am again yeah yeah it's just the best performance by all of them i think humbug uh, i agree best drum album great yes, amazing right. drum yes, album is the best drumming best vocal album uh, best bass Suckin album and sea is a pretty good vocal Suckin album. And sea is an incredible vocal album too and guitar album. Yeah. Right. Um, so, Scott, you just saw Arctic Monkeys of Broken Steel. Mm-hmm. Want to give us a uh, quick overview of the, the show itself? The show itself? Um, yeah. Uh, they're pros. I mean, mm. I think they played a pretty tight 80 to 90 minutes with very Was few. there an opener? What were you there wearing? Were- uh, um, <laughs> I tried to dress. Well, I didn't realize Alex Turner had sh- changed his look, so I came dressed as him. Crazy. Uh, to meet him. Mm. I wore, uh, yeah. I went and I wore two polos and a pair of loose jeans because I thought he was still in the whatever people say I am. Uh, uh, you're wearing like an Abercrombie yeah. polo. Um, <laughs> no, I just wore regular clothes, I'd say, which for me is a <laughs> shirt and pants. Great. Cool. Their own. Cool. Um, but uh, no, I mean, they like they're they're kind of weird. They're showmen and they're also businessmen. Like they put on a show, but there's not real like a whole lot of bullshit in between. It's kind of, uh, you know, uh, thank you, Brooklyn. And then they play the next song. Mm, and don't believe go. the hype. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, didn't say that, that would have been pretty badass. Cool. They did play I Bet You Look on the Dance Floor, which is, awesome. I'd say, the, the crowd favorite. Really? Um, yeah. Above yeah. any of the AM songs? Yeah, I think so. Um, unless it's my own experience of just like being glad to hear whatever people say I am. But right. uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're great. They, right. they had a few extra people. They had a, a pretty big ensemble, a few keyboard Cameron players. Avery. Surprises Cameron me. Avery was the opener, yes. He's from, um, oh, okay. whatchamacallum. He comes out for a band I don't listen to. Uh, she Looks Like Fun. He's, yes. the, he's the backing vocals on that. Oh. She Looks Like Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. I'm just no, trying to keep this moving. Yeah, yeah, keep it moving. Chris, you went to the pop-up. I did go to the pop-up. How was it? It was really good. I actually have some audio if we have if we yeah, have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was great. It was in, uh, it was in Soho. Uh, you know, pretty pretty long line when I got there, but um, I went in and there were some really cool records, uh, some gold silver records, some some posters, all all sorts of stuff. Um, but I, I feel like this clip, uh, you have really, an Arctic Monkeys poster. I do. Charlie gave me an Arctic Monkeys poster for, for my birthday. Nice. <laughs> what is the poster of? It's uh probably around between Favorite Worst Nightmare and Humbug era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all three black and white. Oh, nice. um, in, or all four, sorry, in a row. What do we got there, Chris? Yeah, so this is just, you know, just inside the store. I feel like it really gives you a good vibe of, uh, of what it was like. So here we go. If you steal the bit, I was going to do later. I'm going to be pissed. Oh, wait, the mic's not up. Sorry. There you, there you go. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Where are we listening? It's to? pretty cool, right? Okay. Wow. Yeah, right. I feel like yeah. Um, 
I felt like I was there. Yeah, that gave me a good vibe. Yeah, I was gonna like interview someone, but like, I thought, like, like, what? I thought that. Thought that maybe that cool. was good. Yeah, yeah, that's good atmosphere. So, all right, nice. You have a yeah, you have a future in ambiance. I, I'm really good at the, at um sound at that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let's dive into tranquility. Let's huh? dive into tranquility based hotel and casino. Can I have that thing back? Yeah, hey, Chris, sir. great job. Is it? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Is it off so it doesn't make? It's off now. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm. No, that was great. No, Chris. Hey, Chris. That was really, really good. That was really cool. It's all right. It's I fine. really like that, Scott. It was cool, right? Yeah, that was good. People not, needed a taste of what that was like. Cool. He doesn't really. I'm gonna pull it. Uh, Terry Gross kind of thing. Chris, why did you film that? So I'm curious. Why did you film I'm that? That's a Terry Gross thing. She always says, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious. Why did you film that? I'm curious. Why, Why did you believe the hype? <laughs> I just thought it was good. Uh, that's it. Do you want to dive into the first song? Sure. Shout out to Terry Gross, by Shout the way. Shout out to Terry Gross. Yeah, no, she's... You need to tell me the track. What is the first song? Is it a... Oh, God. What's the first song? Oh, what's the name of it? Star Treatment. Star Treatment. Star Treatment. Right. This is Star Treatment by Arctic Monkeys. It's a different sound for sure. This is not what we've heard in the past. Oh, wait. Oh. I'm sorry. That was uh, something else I was doing. No, I think it's a high energy way to start the record. No, that was stupid. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean. That's wrong. Wait, what? He said it was a concept album about dogs going yeah. into it. So. Yeah. Damn it. So the first so song is asking where, who, who, the yeah. where did these dogs even come yeah, from? Where, yeah. where did they come from? I'm sorry. Who that was there? okay. This is star treatment. Okay. That's that was embarrassing. It's just the playlist. Sometimes you get the playlist messed up. It's just up. the playlist. Yeah. Playlist. The previous song was uh, from your date night playlist. Right? Yeah. I was listening to it with my girlfriend when we had the candles on earlier. Yeah. Charlie, you're grooving over there. What's going on? What's going on in that head of yours? That big old head. It's just you know. It's like the band is on. Have you ever watched? Wait, wait, wait. The lyric. Yeah. We talked about this two weeks ago. I just wanted to be one of the strokes. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I, thought, I actually I was like, did you rewind? I'll do more for you later. Cool. Cool line. We knew, we, we knew about that line for a while. Yeah. What were, so what were your thoughts coming into the song for, off the bat? First time listening to the record. Unbelievable production, yeah, yeah. Really, I agree. Mission accomplished on on that on that side. Okay, <laughs> Scott. On that side, I don't know. Side. I can't remember my first impression. I mean, it, it's my favorite song on the album. It's a, it's a great opener. It sets the tone. Yeah. Um, I think it has the sharpest lyrics, perhaps. Yeah. Even though they're pretty drifty. Yeah. Yeah. The lyrics are drifty across his, the His, album. like, singing on this album is kind of nasally. Has anybody else noticed that? Yeah. Definitely. Well, some of the recordings are his home recordings yeah. on a Tascam. Yeah, I did. So it's not, like, that quality high mics on some of these things. Is that a Tascam? Yeah. He has a camera up his butt. <laughs> nice, you. Who, yeah, who am I <laughs> Do we, I, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I think that's what star treatment is. Like, brown star. <laughs> treatment. Wow! wow. I, I see. I didn't even. I didn't even put that together when yeah. I was listening. It's yeah. pretty crazy. That's what tranquility base means. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe this is a good time to actually say what tranquility base is. It's the spot. It's the the landing place on the moon. It's the yeah, spot that, that's become a hotel. Yes, and a casino apparently too. Yeah. 
And they're the band in this concept of this. The concept within this album is that they're the band the on the moon band. that play. Yeah, that plays yeah. for everybody. Mm. I want to say that uh, Jamie Cook, who is the rhythm guitarist most yeah. of the time, um, kind of like kills it on this song. Mm-hmm. Like he adds the groove to the song. Yeah. And what's the bass? Nick O'Malley. Nick O'Malley. Nick O'Malley. Yeah, they, they both are a little underrated on this song because they kind of keep it moving. Nick O'Malley. You know, is responsible for a lot of what I like yeah. about the Arctic Monkeys early yeah. on. He's a great they, They're bassist. all well underappreciated. Chris knows where I'm going with this. What? Me and Chris share a favorite member of Arctic Monkeys. Matt Helders, the drummer, yeah, yeah. is really the most important part of this band. He's and the so reason, good. This oh, is kind of a spoiler. Well, most important. No, okay, well, Alex Turner is. Okay. But he, the, yeah. I think Al. a spoiler, Al, Al Turner, <laughs> the Reverend Al Turner. Um, I think a spoiler for me is that this album doesn't have the energy. No. As other albums, just because Helders really holds back, really does, he never yeah. opens it up. I almost feel bad for him because he he talked about that in an interview. How he said, literally, um, I had to like realize the album's not about me. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I feel bad for him. It's like, wow. Well, that's been my a thing. Boring. That's my other thing with this album too is that like this this probably should have been a solo album. Is the way that I see it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's songs Alex Turner wrote in his house by himself, brought into the studio. He showed Jamie Cook. Jamie Cook said, hey, Al, why don't you make this a solo album? And Al says, oh, no, it should be an Arctic Monkeys album. And then they said, okay. And he just brought in these songs with, like, recordings from his house. Mm-hmm. And then they just layered a ton of shit on top of it. Yeah. Which it sounds cool, but that's not a great way for a band to make an album. No. no it wouldn't have been as good without the Monkeys, though. Yeah, no, that's no, true. It's true. It it's actually true. probably would have been... Weirder if Alistair had just done it himself because yeah. they kind of had to give it a little more pop sensibility. Yeah. Okay, what's his solo band uh, or his side project? Last, Last Shadow, Shadow Puppets. Puppets. Do you like them at all? I do. And Chris I was actually, yeah. my take was that this actually sounds more like a Last Definitely. Shadow. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you say solo record, but you mean. I, has he ever? He doesn't no. done a solo. Album. He does Last Shadow Puppets with so Miles Kane. Yeah, so this could have been a Last Shadow Puppets project. Yeah. And Close. I think when you when you turn to the monkeys and you say, I want you guys to be a part of this, you know, I mean, again, Nick O'Malley, like, you hear him. And on one of my favorite, uh, one of my other favorite songs on this album, uh, She Looks Like Fun, Nick O'Malley, like, you hear his bass, it goes up and down. Like, he's really, like, he's hitting a lot of notes. He's adding a real thick groove to these songs. But there's less contributions from the other two band members. I don't feel them as much on this mm-hmm. album, especially Matt, who's just in the back, like, you know, yeah. all of like them aren't the on emotions. very much. Like there's, there's, there's not a lot of songs on the album that all of them are on. Yeah. Like even if you look right. at the songwriting. Yeah, credits. I was yeah. gonna throw, I was gonna dive into some credits when we, as we moved along here. This has all four members of the band plus James Ford, who's been a producer for them I think since Favorite Worst Nightmare, oh, okay. and has produced Last Shadow Puppets as well, and Alex Turner's solo EP for that movie Submarine. Yeah. Mm. That's that album. That's really good. That's a great EP. I yeah. Really like that. He album. does the uh, acoustic version of a. Uh, Power Driver? Yeah, Power mm-hmm. Driver Waltz. It's a great one. Um, I yeah. was going to say that, just one more note on Star Treatment. Absolutely. I think it has some of the better lines on the album. I like Warp Speed Chic. And uh, I'm a big deal in Deep Space, I think is mm-hmm. the line. I, I'm trying to blank on the exact wording, but uh, just clever lyrics. Who are you going to call? The Martini Police? Yeah. He said in Pitchfork that he just liked the way that sounded, so... Oh, another thing about this. I'm not this- sure how much they're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Another thing about this track, if you look historically at Arctic Monkeys opening tracks, I believe four out of six stop and then start again with the beginning. 
So if you look at View from the oh, Afternoon, bam, yeah, yeah, it yeah. stops. Bam, 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 bam. And then if you look at Brian Storm, it stops and it goes beginning again. And then Humbug stops and then it goes digga, 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 Okay. And then I think, what's the opening track off Suck It and See? I think that that one stops and starts again. What is the uh, She's Thunderstorms. Yeah, she's yeah. Th- maybe that one doesn't. Maybe that was the yeah, beginning of the stop. That. But I was hoping that it would. But uh, do you want to know it does not either? Yeah. So I haven't done it in a bit, but that was like a staple for the first oh, that's three. that's cool. I never thought of that. That right. they did, but they don't do it anymore. It's a really interesting note. Thank you, Charlie. That's why I have a show. <laughs> that's why you're sitting in the, that's why I'm sitting in the, in the big, big boy chair. chair. Yeah. Yeah. I was say. That's why you can have snacks and then give yeah. them. Or energy chunks. Like I just nice. want to say, as nice as this show is, and it's a nice show. I couldn't Thank find you. a piece of paper to write notes on. Um, yeah. Well, you know, guests are expected to bring their own paper. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? It's in the contract, buddy. You know, Chris, I forgot to play the uh, the tuna melt theme song. Yeah. So we were saying that this episode is sort of a tuna melt. As a, a big whole, long right? tuna melt. Yeah. So I'll play the tuna melt theme song. Are you sure we have time for the whole thing? Uh, I, I have, I'll play a short version after. After the full version. And then I'll that play this short. Right, said Fred, right? Yeah, that was. <laughs> um, I'll play the short one just to make Chris happy. He doesn't like the long one, so I have to play both. That's really sweet so of you. So this is a big, long tuna melt. Um, should we move on to One Point Perspective, kind of keep the discussion yeah, going? Yeah, just keep it going. Yeah. This is track two, One Point Perspective. Awesome beginning. I like this. Kind of reminded me of Grizzly Bear in this beginning. Weezer. Yeah. Weezer. You know what I wanted here? You just hope that they put that song on this album too. Yeah. I want to get back to that in a second, if I may. I like the in the background. That's what it is. Yeah, this song's good. This song is still representing all four members of the band and James Ford. The production of this album is so good. Stunning. It's stunning. Everything's crystal clear. I saw somebody argue that I lost my train of thought is the thesis of the album. Someone's there I think it was on Saragum, they didn't like it. Saragum did not like it. Yeah, but they wrote that, that was that that was on Saragum. Did you read Rolling Stones review? I did not. They did not. They gave it two out of five. Wow. They were like Yes, yeah, Stereo like, was saying that he kind of like just keeps going down different routes that end at nowhere yeah. lyrically. I actually think yeah. it's a fair point because we talked about all the other uh, musicians restraining themselves and Alex Turner is like not restrained one bit. No. He's also packing these songs with lots of verses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not really taking his time in any of these songs. This song right. doesn't have a chorus. He's like trying to fit in everything in all the verse. You know, it's like <laughs> he's just like going on and on the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very um, train of thought. Uh, very train of thought. Uh, you just said Humbug is his best vocal album. I think this is. I kind of like the inclusion of oh the my falsettos in this. I, I think that's an interesting thing. step. Because sure. it was so usually good. Helders was doing a lot of the yeah. heavy lifting on the falsetto mm-hmm. on earlier albums. He gives AM a lot of depth. Yeah, vocally, he does. Which is cool. But Another thing that it's interesting yeah. about <laughs> Al is he doesn't have a high voice. No. He's a, one of these few rock singers whose main register is... 
beat. He's a crooner. He's a real crooner. And this album, there's parts of it, especially in the very beginning of Star Treatment, that kind of sound croonery. I wanted yeah. to be like You know what I mean? Stroke. Like 50s, 60s, Sinatra, Sammy Davis right, kind of right, sound. Right, right. That's not all over the album, but there's a hint of it in there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, this is a very impressive vocal album. Yes. I agree. No? Want to move on to the next song? Yes. Sure. Want to move on to American Sports? I like this song. Three. It's short. Right? This, it's like 238. 238. This song gives me a humbug vibe a little mm, bit. Sure. A little creepy. By the, that desert guitar kind of reverb. Yes. Again, featuring all members of Arctic Monkeys. That will change on the next song, fellas, so keep your boots on. I'm staying on my toes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what you say? Keep, keep your boots, boots on, on, baby. I will. You ever just make up an idiom just for no, absolutely no reason? Well, I feel like if you take your boots off, it's because you got comfortable. Right. So that works. Yeah. I think pretty good. Yeah. A lot of folks on this one. You got Evan Weiss, you got Zach Dahl, you got Tom Rowley. Who are all these? And Tyler Parkford. They're playing the baritone guitar a lot on this album. Do you know what that is? No. It's the extra long guitar. Okay, he's playing the bass. (laughs) With the no, no, no. It has four strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the strings are big. Oh, we know. No, that's called a bass. Sorry. Oh. No, there's a baritone guitar. It's like a bass. I think it's four four extra frets. It's just longer. Okay, cool. I trust. I actually don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you just gave a really it vivid like, graphic of it. Look yeah, at it's this. a radio show. Dude. See this? It's yeah. like in that, it's like it's. Uh, I think it's two whole steps down, like tuned normally. Oh, um, yeah. So that's very tuned. I haven't even heard of it. The next Arctic Monkeys album will be only drop D guitar. It'll be metal. <laughs> that would be really good. I do like that they followed up. Um, AM, which is like their most commercially successful album with a piano-driven album about like a hotel in space. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's. Yeah. You know, you know, in so some good. ways, right. It's like, and I guess I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on this. If, you know, again, you put yourself in the perspective of a band like the Arctic Monkeys, when you obtain the level of success that you do, which on I have, AM, which you have, of course, in the field of sports writing. Uh, you know, you pump out like a money article. I mean, you can't follow up with it the same type of article. Yeah, you need to go. You you know, if they released something that was like AM, people would just keep comparing it. So what they did is they threw something into completely left field. Well, uh, last time I had a hit article, I then wrote erotic fiction. That makes a lot of sense. Right, exactly. And then, no, I did see Alex Turner say that he couldn't couldn't write another album about love songs, which is... So he's decided to sing about the moon. Yeah. Yes, Yes, exactly. As one does. In a way, right, that is the smarter move to make than try and recapture the glory of, you know, AM, an album that... Hit so many different demographics. Down so, thumbs. We're moving here along to Trans- uh, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, the title track. Mm. Love this song. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Give a little room to breathe. <sighs> that was me. Do you hear the Nick O'Malley's bass? It's just like. Yeah. It I don't just, think it's, it's him. So I'm going to have to break it down to you, Charlie. It's not Nick O'Malley. I know. It is that, the that dude. One. It's Al. Alex is playing it bass. Al, yeah. Oh, this is Al? Okay, that's cool. Look, these credits here say James Ford drums, keyboards, harpsichord, synth, and programming. Harpsichord? So Jamie cool. Jamie Cook on the guitar, and then Alex. Vocals, backing vocals, piano, bass, organ, keyboards, yeah. and a harpsichord. Okay, what? that's nice. But he's a great bass player. This yeah, bass nice. line is really nice. I know he could slap bass. But why didn't he just let O'Malley do it? I know. 
Maybe O'Malley like had to go. Yeah, he could have had to go. Yeah. That's a really good point, Chris. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Well, yeah. Might have had to go. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times with song credits, it's, it's, it's someone had to go. You yeah, know what I mean? To, so, yeah, yeah, he might have had to go. My, um, not to humble brag or anything, my fiance has a theory that... Oh, Alex who's got a fiance? That Alex Turner determines how they're all going to look each oh, album. So maybe sure. Nick O'Malley yeah, rallied that's a little, yeah. uh, rebelled a little bit. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to play bass on his song yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you do that again? Oh, I'm going to play bass on his song then. <laughs> Thanks. Um, it's Patty here. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> um, Alex Turner croons. Speaking of crooning, the the infamous line here: "Kiss me underneath the moon's side boob." Hmm. Yes. Yeah, not among my favorite of his quips on this album. <laughs> Absolutely not. It is immensely <laughs> insane of a line. I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I don't have, even really have know. technological advances ever gotten you at bloody in the mood? That's, all, that's an Tinder. awesome line. That's Besides cool. I like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude, does he, know about, does he know about Tinder? Definitely. I think so. He talks about Netflix on this. So basically. I match with him on it. Really? Yeah. He jumps into technology and like how he feels a lot on this album, doesn't he? Doesn't no. he say like some line about getting sucked into a phone screen? I think it's this song. Is or it no, this song? it might be the next song. Actually. Well, let's switch to the next song no. then. Let's, let's go to Golden Trunks. Can I be honest? I have n- no use for this song. This may be my least favorite Arctic Monkeys song. I think this is kind of <laughs> cool. My least it favorite Arctic cool. Monkeys song Balaclavas. is Balaclavas. That's the worst Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> what? what? That, you that's, like that song? Yeah, that, that riff song's horrible. It's by far the worst no. song. Except for Chun Li's Spinning Bird Kick. That song might <laughs> Wait, be worse. No, so, Chun Li Spinning Bird Kick is really better. You put AM as five on your yeah. ranking, right? Don't you hate some of the songs? And wouldn't that lead me to believe that you don't like? Oh, so it's cool. No, but do me a favor. It's definitely five oh five, and only ones who know and. Teddy Picker and Diaz Virginia, those make up for Balaclava and Fluorescent Adolescent. Uh, in my mind. Fluorescent Adolescent? I also don't like that song. It's probably my third least favorite Arctic Monkeys song. It's okay to like the hits. But I just don't like it. Really? It seems so overproduced. I like it. So I like bright. it too. I like that song. <sighs> Good music. Me, then, What's I, your, I want to hear everybody's favorite song by the band. Like, oh, in man. general. By the, the, Golden, ba- Golden the band, the band. Yeah. Bob yeah. Dylan, the band? Yeah. <laughs> Up on Cripple Creek, you know. <laughs> Mine might be Cornerstone, actually. Really? Maybe. A Certain Romance. I, I had the... I put the tremendous amount of time into building a double elimination bracket for Arctic Monkey songs, oh, and yeah. I was hoping we'd go over it on the show, but Chris blew it off like it was a fucking breeze in the wind. Didn't give a fuck well, about there's it. There's too many. That's like not even... <laughs> wow. That's like a 100... What? Didn't, That's savage. Chris just didn't care at all about what I was doing. Uh, and A Certain Romance won that one. <laughs> nice. That's a good song. Remember I, that? <laughs> Fire. Uh, I have wow, no, I have weird ones. Like I really like "Still Take You Home." Just that's a great that's one. Oh uh, yeah, punk song. Uh, only ones who know for some reason. So like, good, really. That's but then I like "No Buses." For me, is up there. Despair in the departure line. Uh, leave, leave before the lights come that's on. That's a great one. Yeah. Strictly. Put your Brightline style. Dining Room. Brightline Dining Room's up. Red Right Hand. Amazing. Red that, Right Hand's up there. Nick Cave cover. Yeah, that is a Nick. Oh, Cave it is. Song. Yeah, yeah. It's a theme song of Peaky Blinders. Red Right Hand is. Oh, is it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Red Right Hand. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, I also like to put your dukes up, John. Bigger Boys and Stolen Sweethearts. Great EPRM. Great EP. Right on. Temptation. Teresa, like your naughty friend. Vampires is good. Vampires. I love Potion Approaching. Potion Approaching is good. Yeah. Fire in the Thud. Fire in the Thud is I think we probably covered half the catalog. We did. Are You Mine, too? Like, that song grabbed me. It pulled me into the band. All right, wait. Um, What what do you like? It reached out and grabbed me. Yeah, Chris. Defend yourself. 
it's over. So, well. Uh, I mean, vocally, super impressive. Very, like, textural. Like, I feel like if this album is all about establishing, like, feeling and a character and a place it like definitely fills that void like it's not necessarily a great song just as it stands but like in as a piece of the album it sounds really right, good right. okay um yeah it's creepy it's minimal it's nice it's cool. this next song is your favorite chris four out of five I... helders is back baby helders back, back. Is better not than ever. really what is it it's um that's the third song. This group just he, he plays a doesn't quite yeah. work for us. Yeah. It's almost there, but it just doesn't This is the quite first track of side B, by the way. Me. I didn't know that. It's first first one. Oh, first track on side B. Uh, sorry, Charlie, interrupted you. No, it's okay. Good. I'm just trying to like find my way into the groove into this song. And I can't find an entry point. Uh, I just climax is like beautifully too. <laughs> oh. I think it's like You climax pretty beautifully too, right? It's not pretty at all. No? Okay. No. This is your favorite on this album? I don't know. I, I told Jake that. You said it was the best song they've ever written. I, it, it, <laughs> did I you did say, say that? that? I did say that. <laughs> I think as like a, a songwriting feat, the song is ridiculous. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's impossible to write a song like this. Like, yeah. unless you're Al. Unless your unless your name is Al Turner. Yeah. And you are a certified reverend. Yeah. It's better live. I watched the live. I'm sure it's amazing. And it was really good. Um, <laughs> this song's groovy. No, I mean this is. No, well, no, only... I saw it. you just you just licked your lips and then did a bass line in the air, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd style. Um, that was beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, this is this song's groovy. It's the good. only radio-ready song I mm. would say on the album. Yeah, this would have been the single. I, I put a taqueria on the roof is among the best lines mm-hmm. I think on. Yeah. It makes me feel <laughs> stupid when I'm like, oh, there's a cool rooftop bar in Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it was I'm well that, reviewed. I'm that loser, and I do look up reviews. Yes, on Google, so yeah. that's cool. I'm too um, cheap for the Yelp app. He's super <laughs> Bowie <laughs> on this song. Very bu- bu- uh, Bowie. Yeah, he's like floating out there in the ocean. Yeah. Um, I think we, I'm going to keep moving here. Yeah, we're going for it. Uh, we're, let's go to the most Arctic Monkeys title of all time, the world's first ever monster truck flip. Yep. I told my brother. Weird title. I told my na- my brother the name of the song, and he said, "Oh yeah, great video." Oh, I've never uh, seen the video. Yeah, no. He said he told Pitchfork that he watched a video of a monster truck doing a front flip. And... Didn't know that. Yeah, that was it. This is. Actually... So I don't. I don't. I'm not in. I'm not. Uh, take it or leave it. I think on this track for um, me. I, like ridiculous I love this song really? yeah like, okay. like an odd amount yeah huh very like Pet Sounds Brian Wilson 100% that's, yes, yeah. that's what I like about it and then that uh, you know if, the, if you want to call it like the chorus kind of it's so like groovy mm. it's very loud singing mm-hmm. and I love it hit or miss yeah for me well I mean I just said only ones you know is like one of my favorite songs and that's like a filler track so yeah, I don't know I, just, I like their I tend to like his weird stuff yeah yeah that song also where it's placed is like insane. Right, right, right into "Do yeah. Me a Favor." You know what we should do? We should like once a month, every two months, do and like we should do five Battle more rank. episodes. Of, yeah, that okay. too. We should do like five more episodes of this and have the panel back together every couple months to just do one of their albums. Didn't you promise a Charlie Black Thought freestyle on this episode? Yeah, no. Charlie, you want to beat? What is that? <laughs> Throw it my way, see, man. You didn't see the Black Thought freestyle? No. Oh, he's... Uh, on Sway? Yeah, yeah. He, one of the members of The Roots did like an 18-minute freestyle. Oh, like yeah, I did. Yeah, and he keeps drinking water during it. Yeah, he was sweating. It's great. <laughs> so Charlie's going to recreate that for us. 
Uh, I'm gonna move along to science fiction here. I have a I have a problem with this title of this song. Yeah. Just because he's saying the concept of the album in the title of the well, song. Well, on the nose. Yeah, it's a little on the nose. Another stereo gun point. That's what they said too. Really? Yeah, they said that like a lot of times lyrically, he doesn't like. And I I, I hate when people do this, but I, I didn't even notice it with this album. He kind of like leads you into what he's talking about and like gives it to you in a few metaphors and like symbols, but then he just tells you what he's talking about. Right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right. He like yeah. they, they phrase it as he points at it with like a, a neon sign at the end of the song. Right, like right. this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, Four out of five is a little like that, I guess. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of like a catchier song, but it's not like super hard to be. What's he talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think of that with this album. Yeah, it's fine. I didn't have a problem with it not being like whoa, lyrically. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, okay. This song has the feel of it, like especially in that piano lick at the end of the chorus. It's like really trying to put you. I guess my thought is like <laughs> this is such an obscure reference, but there's a show called Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and at the very beginning of that show, sometimes there's like the sketch where one of the characters is named Dr. Weird and he lives in like a you? castle on the hill. What? Is it you? It's me. Yeah, I the voice. He just weird. drops on this. Like yeah. a bird. And, uh, anyway, I usually have him queued up, but... The graphic that I'm thinking <laughs> that they use for that show is what this kind of takes. It's like, it kind of has this like, like horror vibe. Definitely, it. definitely. Like... This reminds me of a Shadow Puppets song. So definitely. Like a castle on a hill in a stormy night kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, no, kind of hard to describe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like murder mystery. Like murder mystery. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, definitely. This is this might be the most Shadow Puppets E song. Yeah, on here. Uh, Charlie, you want to move forward to your one of your standouts on this on this record? Oh, she looks like fun. This that that strikes me as Beatles theme in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. We're just picking up the pace a little bit here. <laughs> Who does this? But doesn't stick. This? Is this Cam- uh, whatever? Can yeah, Cameron. Cameron. Avery. Cameron Diaz. Cameron. Yeah, Cameron Diaz. Cameron, oh, Cameron Diaz. Oh. Well, I'll turn the other woman. I actually watched Shrek one yeah, last no, night. Cam- yeah, Cam- <laughs> Seriously? That's and uh, Cameron Diaz insane. is in that. Yeah. Did you actually watch it last night? Yeah, it's it was funny. Dude. It was weird when she wasn't animated. That was a burn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was just herself. Man. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, that's a really weird. I don't get why they did that. Yeah, that was weird. Weird choice. She's in Gangs of New York too. Hmm. She's way miscast. Yeah, yeah. Mark <laughs> got a little cocky. Yeah, just like, what are you doing? That's a fun movie, but she like has no place in no. it. Anyway. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's, we're, we're at the final. Let's switch to Scorsese. No. We're at the uh, the closing trilogy trio of this album. Uh, um, opening with She Looks Like Fun, moving on to Batphone, which I don't hate. No, Batphone's like definitely. I don't hate yeah, it. This right. was the when I listened to this album for the first time, this was the one I was like, oh, this song's cool. Like the last thing went is, on. What's interesting is I'm listening to you guys react to this album and like a lot of the songs you guys are like, I like this song. And yet, to me, right, I like a lot of the songs in this album, but then I take a step back yeah. and look at it as a whole, and I'm like, it's good. It's a good album. It's just missing a few of the things that I love about the Yeah, the, the songs are good. It's just that, and there is cohesion within lyric and instrument, like instrumentation. It's just nothing 
like there's, great there's, about. I mean, it's, it's missing. It's missing Helders. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll say. It. Yeah, it's yeah. missing Matt Helders. There's yeah. no like real climax no. of no. the album. Is this what we're? Are we going into this? Are we doing that? What we think of the album? Yeah. So the, I'm yeah. just gonna throw in the ultra cheese. Yeah, for a ultra cheese. Right. This reminds me of the, the Rihanna this one. song. Which one? Uh, must be love on the brain. Oh, love on the brain. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does this kind of sound like? Song? Yeah, I can see that. totally. It's very ballady. Yeah, totally. Piano. I don't understand why he didn't say we aren't friends at all. This this song is Dude, awesome lyrically. Obvious obvious rhyme here. Say friends at all. Say friends at all. Well, anymore means like over time. You, know. you know what I mean? Adds that element of time. And he, the, his accent, it kind of rhymes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've, I know. I think this is a good closer. The, those guys know how to close an album. I like Go it. in on it. Give me your like full periscopic review of the album. Yeah. I think that like they accomplished, or at least Alex accomplished what he was trying to do. I think Key that point, Alex. Uh, yes, the album sounds perfect. Amazing, the yeah. instrumentation is perfect. Production is great. It feels really good. It feels like a movie soundtrack. Like I feel like I get it completely as I'm listening. I'm like, I, I feel like you really nailed what you're going for. Uh, it like paints a whole picture for you, yeah. and and that's really hard to do. And I think as a songwriter, it's a huge feat to to accomplish that. Um, but yeah, I mean, when thinking when comparing it to another, like trying to compare this to a different Arctic Monkeys album, things get a little weird because it's yeah. like I obviously like this less than a regular Arctic Monkeys yeah. album, right? Of course. But I'm also happy that it exists because it shows that if you try to go, if you try to take a left turn and try something really weird. You could still knock it out of the park in my in my head, you yeah. know, like at least in my opinion. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, and I, like even though they're not always the most technically sound band in terms of like in sh- like musically, all like all their past albums would have a few songs where there'd be like this kind of like explosion. Like uh, we talked uh, earlier, we talked about D is for dangerous, which has that big like kind of like blast yeah. at the end, and yeah. fire in the thud has mm. like the big kind of solo there. Um, and this album, like, for me, like, there's no part that ever builds up to much. There's, yeah. a, there's a few great lines and, and yeah. choruses and stuff, but there's no, not, like, a lot I look forward to as much as I enjoy the songs on their own. Yeah. But it's cool. I mean, yeah, he tried something different, and I would say, you know, it, like, did a solid job on it. It's not, like, my favorite thing, but for something completely, a, you know, 180 turn from what they were doing, it's pretty cool. I do really like this song the more I'm like listening to yeah, it. It's song's song. awesome. He's a crooner. A Calvin crooner. My <laughs> thing is just I said it earlier, I, I I spilled the beans earlier. I think this is more of a solo album from Turner. Yeah. Um He almost, I think he said it almost was. It should I mean yeah. Do they have like a record contract that he's like, Well, I guess we'll make it a monkey's right. album? <laughs> but I feel like the monkeys contributions to this are key. I don't know it I don't is, know why. Is, I don't really have any like evidence to back that up. Full, it's just not full monkeys. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, been monkeys. there are here are the like two or three things that I think like define an Arctic Monkeys album, and two of them are on this record. One of them is boobs and butts, side boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the line? The moon side Kiss boobs. Me the Kiss me underneath the moon. Boob. That's a horrible lyric. Um, but one is like Alex Turner's lyrics. They're they're. Uh, I think he used words 
stream of consciousness. Like the more I think about it, like a lot of his lyrics are stream of consciousness. I even go back to the first record, like, you know, Ritz to the Rubble, like that album, that song especially is just like, he's nonstop from the start of that song to the end. He's, he's singing the whole time. Not mm. even singing so much as like telling you the story as this night is unfolding mm-hmm. yep. outside this club in Sheffield or he wherever is very they good are. At that. Um, he's so good at putting you in a place. Yeah, that's like that. exactly. He's like, a, st- a real brings you there. Yeah, he's a real storyteller, and it's all about environment for him, and that's there. And I do hear the bass that I love about the Arctic Monkeys, which is they're a bass heavy band. Like yeah. O'Malley comes through a lot, but what's missing is some of the speed that what's the guitarist Jamie Cook, Jamie Cook, and Matt Helders bring mm-hmm. the, the, the a little energy, bit of that yeah. speed and energy. It's just Definitely. not on this album. Again, like you said, what they've accomplished is wonderful, but. You know, there's no album that I'm really, there's no song that I'm rocking out to mm-hmm. on this album. Not a problem, but I do love the Arctic Monkeys and I got into them because I like rocking out to them. Absolutely. Who doesn't like rocking out? There's a lot of sexual innuendos on this show, climaxes, and uh, I don't know. I think maybe that's it. I thought you said one, but never. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just climaxes. Yeah. Do we have time for some icebox? We do. Uh, before that, I want to pass the torch over. So that, that concludes our uh, coverage of. Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. Good work, guys. Thanks yeah, for coming. Hey, that was a great analysis. Uh, I have finished oh, the the our famous segment, the uh, It's All Nice, All Nice, Canadian Shaman Who Gave a Little Too Much to Me, Book of the Month Club, Meet Me in the Bathroom Edition. V1 has closed out. I've finished the book. Amazing book. I'm now handing it to Chris. Are you going to read it, actually, or are you just going to let it sit there? We'll see. I have been unemployed for three weeks, so I was able to read a 600-page book. In a blink of an eye. <laughs> I'm about to go on vacation, so okay. be on a plane. Cool. We'll see. Good book. What's it you about? It. It's about punk rock in New York City from 2001 to 2011, focusing a lot on the Strokes, Interpol, yeah, yeah, yes. They also oh, know. you were telling me about this book. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Have you heard is of that it, book, Scott? Yeah. Is it an oral history or is that just one chapter? No, it is. Okay. The whole yeah, thing the whole is an oral thing history. Is, yeah, yeah. It's just like bunch of different people that's a that interviews. style is huge in books now a lot of stuff yeah. is coming out it's in very cool so chris read it thank we'll you chat about it on the show yeah um let's get into the ice box billy helped us out last week with the ice box absolutely killed it shout out to billy shout out to best. billy there he is a little quick theme song i know chris you can you want to complain about it or no yeah i mean not that much time here the Icebox theme song. Great. Yeah. Scott? Yeah, I love it. Try Right. Who is this? Seal? Yeah. Blue Seal Ball. This is the B-side of Tranquility Bay. <laughs> um, this week for the Icebox, I'll start it off. I know I usually pass the torch along. Um... In England this week, the Archbishop of Canterbury is, the, I guess he's high up in the church and he is officiating the wedding of Harry and Meghan. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently he's got a rocky past of kind of messing up wedding ceremonies. So what he's been doing, he's listened to a lot of Stormzy to get himself psyched up. So he's listened to one of our favorite uh, grime rappers, Stormzy, and he's been listening to a song to get himself psyched up so he doesn't mess it up again. That's pretty cool. So, for the Icebox, I'm throwing in all the other archbishops of Canterbury throughout <laughs> history who have not listened to Stormzy yeah. to psych themselves up for a while. Honestly. Honestly. So, all <laughs> archbishops of Canterbury, 
Get in the icebox, man. Come on. Come get on. in there. That's unacceptable. Can we yeah. go around the room? Because I actually had a similar note as this. Go for it. I just got to say, I don't follow him on Twitter, but I see Pope Francis tweets a lot about fake news, and it's like, come on, Pope Francis. You put, put Pope Francis in the Pope in the icebox. Well, specifically Pope Francis. It's just like, cool out on Twitter, Pope yeah. Francis. Yeah, I got Something about fake news. <laughs> Dude, he's going to put you in the firebox, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I feel, yeah. What does he say about fake news? What's his thought? Uh, I just like, yeah, what's his angle? Know, like it just seems to call out journalists a lot for irresponsible. Not that that's a bad thing. Just like that's not who I'm looking for. You're a very irresponsible <laughs> journalist, correct? I'm really ins- yeah. irresponsible. Yeah. Charlie, you that, for the icebox? That's box? my icebox. Yeah, man. I mean, good job, Scott. Thank superhero you. movies for me. Just put them in the icebox. Good. I'm over them, dude. Put them in the dumpster. Here's the thing. There's so Ooh. many of them. There's like eight of them coming out. Eight of them are out. Eight of them came out a minute ago. The rule of and eights, I man. just found out that more sexual innuendos. Yeah, I just found out that so Josh Brolin plays Thanos in and Infinity Cable. Ward. I and love he's playing Josh Cable. You're right. I, I'm impressed at his range. You know, from you raise me up to Cable. Yeah, but um, wow, <laughs> my song is this Braveheart? Uh, it sounds yeah, like yeah, it, doesn't it? So. It's very. Irish feel. I thought that was a joke, but anyway, so are you putting Josh Brolin in, or are you? No, I'm putting superhero, superhero movies. movies. The All fact right. that Josh Brolin's vi- of two villains and two superhero That's movies little, that come in the out same universe, a month apart yeah. in the same universe, is a little ridiculous to me. Hey, Chris, here's your icebox. What you got? Thanks, Charlie. You're welcome. Um, yeah, thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Car- guys. Car seat headrest went on Fallon this week. <laughs> yeah, and what happened? Sorry, wrong guy. He was in the wrong knobs. <laughs> Carsey Headrest went on Fallon this week, and uh, they played the song Bodies off the... the stop. Sorry, I hit the wrong knob. Again. Off their incredible uh, remade Twin Fantasy album, and uh, they added a second drummer, which is so Ooh. annoying. It's one of my least favorite things. That's rough. Not a second drummer, like a percussionist guy yeah. who's like yeah. hitting things the whole time. I really, <laughs> really don't like when bands do that That's when rough. they don't need to. Yeah. And he, it's, it's, As so, a drummer, why does it bother you so much? It's just not needed. It's not never necessary. needed. I thought yeah. you were going to say they play bodies hit the floor by drowning. <laughs> that would be incredible. But I'm putting Carsey Headrest in the icebox for this week. Wow, that's big. We really like them. Yeah. I love them. One of my I like that song. But too. you got to put pressure on the people you love, you know? Yeah. Oh, also, you two, Scott and Charlie, you guys got to get in the icebox. For thinking you're all that. Yeah, Woo! you guys, you guys got to get in the icebox, you two. You guys fucking come in here uh, and think you're hot shit for talking about the Arctic Monkeys. Get in the icebox. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Get out of here. talking about sexual innuendos. Honestly, ridiculous that you think you can just do that. Yep. You guys want to come back? Yeah, please. Not really. Okay. I think There's we should no do paper a, what's, here. What's what's the next? We'll like, bring paper. Band. Um, I think we should. We can do another, a different band for a panel, but we can also do like another Arctic Monkeys album. Do a panel. We could. What are you doing? Well, I wanted to. I wanted to see, but <laughs> we're out of time. <laughs> yeah. <we're> out. <laughs> That's all the time we got. Uh, oh, have a good boy. night, everybody. It's Charlie and Scott. Thanks for coming. Thank in. you, everybody. Sure. Keep Thank on listening. Guys. Billy's on Cosmic Debris, eleven to midnight. Get your jams on. Have a great night. Six to midnight. Hey, now. Good night. (laughs)